Hey, this is Dirk Reviewer from Megadeth, and you're listening to GhostCultMag.com. Welcome back to yet again another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, OJ. In today's episode, Benny from Avoid comes by to chat with Keithy about their new record, Cult Mentality, out now on Thriller Records. Benny from Avoid, how you doing, man? Doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm great, man. Happy 2022. It's almost over. <laughs> right? And uh, we got about a month left. Uh, just about, man. Just about. It's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, but it's been a long one. I hope it's been a good one for you. Brand new album, Cult Mentality, out now on Thriller Records. Congrats on the record. Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's amazing that it's finally out. Like, we, we started the year... Uh, by finishing up that record and driving home from from California from making it. And it's fitting that now we're at the end of the year. It's out. We're on tour. It's been a very busy, but a very good year for us. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. And, you know, what a killer record. You know, when we first spoke, we, you know, we detailed the history of the band and we talked about kind of the goals and dreams you had for this new record. And I feel like I went back and listened to that interview. And I was like, it feels like you followed through because it's a super heavy record, but it's also mad catchy. And I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I, I'm so glad that that you feel that way. And, and I and I hope that people do feel that way because I, I do. I'm really stoked with how we were able to, uh, I think, mesh a lot of genres and sounds in and still kind of make it sound like a cohesive piece of music while still having literally whatever we wanted whenever we wanted on it you know right on of course and you know it's it's always a you know the the trick is you uh, there's a cliche in the music business that says you have your whole life to write your first ep or your first album and then like six months to top it so yeah not quite that short amount of time but it feels like it's going very fast for you guys it's been a handful of years or less and you guys are just killing the game oh thank you so much i feel like We've been trying to keep that mindset where it's like, I don't think we've been perfect at it, where you look at like, we've put out a piece of music every two years, it feels like 2018, 2020, and now 2022. But my, my hope would be that we have some more stuff out uh, next year as well. We're already working on new songs and thinking about that stuff. And so it's like, we're going to ride the shit out of cult mentality, run run some tours and and really just work and get the name out there. And then the goal would just to be get right back in the studio and keep putting some more stuff out because we just love doing that shit. And that's, that's how you, it's how you fucking be in a band, right? Churn and burn. You have to just keep making stuff. You have to keep creating. Do you, do you feel just like, is it just, you know, draining on you just to feel like you have to always be on or do you, are you built for this stuff and you're good? No, I think I'm built for it and it's good. If, if I were, if I genuinely, if I was like dreading it or anything like that, I'd probably just go do something else. Like I love being here and I'm so happy to be here and it's literally no problem at all to uh, work on some more songs and to be thinking about that stuff. I really look forward to it. That's awesome. And I love that PMA. You always have that punk rock kind of fun PMA thing. Like nothing gets you down. I need to bottle that shit and sell it. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a really good way to, uh, like like having just a I think a positive mental attitude honestly just goes so far in I mean in this industry but in life in general because there's going to be a lot of uh there's going to be a lot of bad shit no matter what life is hard and whether you're pursuing music or just pursuing any job or any creative or even non just pursuing anything in this industry like it's going to be uh like I think you need to have a good mental attitude to go into it. Yeah, having a good mental attitude about uh, basically anything that you're doing is so huge right now. So uh, 
I don't know. I think it's a good way to keep you up. Sorry, I just had a car boy had to run to the van real fast and grab something. But my point being is just like, yeah, like you you can control your mindset for the most part. And it's like how you deal with shit getting you down and, and the hard parts in life. It's like if you can find the good in it, even in the worst shit and, and keep your head up, it, it'll take you really far in life, I think. Right on. I have had a rough year, but I will say the piece of advice that I keep coming back to is the world is going to kick you in the junk. You know, whatever junk you have, the world is going to kick you in the junk at any time. Don't help it. Don't make it worse with the negativity and the self-defeatism because that makes it just worse, whatever it is. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's always like you you can let something get you down. Right. Or if anything, I think it's more powerful for like to have something that would normally get you or anyone down. And then if you can like not let it get you down, that to me is also like a good, like, and obviously there's certain things that are inevitable. Right. But like, I think it's almost like a fuck you to your brain to be like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to feel this way about this, but I'm a not, I'm gonna just fucking keep trucking and keep doing my thing. And I think that that's really cool too. You know, very cool. I have my favorites on cult mentality, like Cowabunga and split and can't take this away and Gator Fest. But if a new person, new fan came up to the show tonight and they went with their friend and they never heard you guys, what song off the new album would you ask them to listen to, to get like the flavor of avoid? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny, right? Cause that album really is just so all over the place. But I would say that a good introductory song is Cowabunga. It doesn't have like the breakdown or anything in it, but it's just kind of like a middle ground, like upbeat, happy in your face song, which actually is a really sad song, but it's happy sounding and really fun and that or whatever. Cause I think whatever has, you have the big chorus and the big that, but you also have like pretty cool breakdown in there in my opinion and so yeah i'd say whatever and cowabunga are the two uh good introductory tracks from cool mentality right on and not only do you kill it with the songs you guys always do a fun job with the lyrics and the song titles so i have to ask about finish line three live on dvd because i have to <laughs> of course oh uh, well uh, i mean if you've Anyone that's been following us for a sec, we, we started a little finish line saga on our album, which is funny because it's usually not the last song. I guess it was the last song on the burner, but it's the finish line is, I don't know where the name originally came from, to be completely honest. Oh, I do know when we were making our first record, we were like, we were close to the end. And I think it was one of the last songs we wrote. And we were just like, fuck it. We got to the finish line. And this is heavy. And then we were like, we wrote another heavy song for the record. So I thought it would be funny to call it finish line Two electric boogaloo from like, I mean, there's been so many TV shows that have used that, that format or movies or whatever. So I thought that that was cool. And then when we got time to do this, it was like, well, fuck, do we do it again? Why not? And in really the live on DVD, we had like a bunch of like different things written out that, uh, that went well with three. So it was like finish line three, what are we going to call it? And live on DVD is, unanimously we all were just like that's hilarious like let's do that and so yeah i i imagine we will continue it and and probably have another one awesome i'm glad to hear it i always love when bands do callbacks and clever things and it also kind of brings your fans along with you on the they start to expect it and, and they vibe with it um exactly yeah even even the you'd be surprised like even like you know old old boomer ass bands when they do it people respond. So it's like, this is a tried and true thing that just is good, just good sense for a band creatively. I think it's super fun to be able to like call back at yourself or even just like other bands or tropes of the scene. Like it's always cool when you can uh, 
bring that into music. But I, I, I love that we do it. But it's yeah, as a fan, exactly. That's one of my favorite things to watch other bands do as well. So I've always I've always been inspired by that stuff. So much fun. So fun. Love it. Just as as we wind this down, I have a few more for you, man. You've always been yeah, man. super gracious. Uh, so you guys are out on tour. Please protect your tour van. Hire somebody to watch the van. So many bands are getting jacked. Get some air tags. I can send you a link if you need to get them. Those Apple air tags like they are flawless when you're, you know, you don't ever want your gear robbed, but it's been so stressful. I worry for bands. Uh, to not get robbed. It's so bad. Crowbot just got their trailer literally unhitched from their van and drove away with in Austin of all places in a residential area. So scary. Yeah, It's crazy, man. And uh, say, same with that. I'm hoping the same for all the bands and, and we have our, are things that we do to keep that shit protected, but you never know. And you, and you always just got to keep your spidey senses up while you're out here and, and make sure that you're in a good area and make sure that you're not, you have just eyes and people on your van and yeah, it's fucking scary, but yeah, we got the air tags. We got the, we got the whole nine. So hopefully we are, we're hopefully doing mostly everything you can to, to keep your shit safe. Word. Everybody work on your Peter Tingle because you do not want your shit robbed. And and even if like even the bands that have raised money, I try to tell people like, oh, obviously, please donate. We've donated, you know, like, please help them replace their stuff because it's probably not going to get found. But yeah. at the same time, it's like even the money doesn't replace the shock and the pain of losing your favorite guitar, your laptop yeah. with all your shit on it, your ID. In some cases, bands have gotten robbed in Europe, lost their passports like crazy shit. It happens. Yeah. It's so scary. Yeah. I think you just yeah, got to keep that Peter Tingle going, baby. You got <laughs> to, you, you just got to be careful. And I think there's a lot of little things you can do, just like making sure that like, like you don't leave too many valuables in the van. If it's going to be unattended, if you can lock it somewhere or bring it into the house or the venue or something like that, that that's always helps. But yeah, you just always gotta, you always gotta be alert and aware that that's a possibility and, and do everything you can to reduce that possibility. Of course, of course. And best of luck and be safe out there. Just for a, just for a last one for you. Generally speaking, I don't find you to be a shit talker, but I have to ask about this tweet about Attila. I have to. Oh, fuck Attila, bro. I hate that man. <laughs> they I are think very that, I, successful. I, don't even know those guys. I just I know. don't like what they stand for. And we, I don't like that people compare us to them because they that think was we're it. a party band. Right. Somebody compared you, like to set the scene, somebody compared you to Attila. I don't know if it was a review or on Twitter or a fan. They said they compared you to Attila and you went a little, you went off to be fair. Further, I mean, I, I was a little drunk last night and I, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Chaos, baby. Let's go. I'm going to talk some shit. But we are really a talk. We love and we really like to encourage love and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't really feel that bad for bashing Attila on Twitter. <laughs> and if it starts a Twitter feud, hey, it might help you out. You never know. Oh, no. Um, I hope we don't have to say no to another Attila tour. <laughs> oh, no. Right. I mean, for, for, I would say this. I don't love the band or their music, but I respect Franz a lot because like a self-made person, just like you guys, oh, yeah. like everybody started out as a DIY cool. person. But just like don't do it being a douchebag and like yes. being sketchy with girls and stuff like that. Also like, not uncool, fully uncool. That's just, just like uncool. Parlayed, yeah, parlayed kind of groupy stuff into uh, OnlyFans. Eh, a little creepy. And I'm older, a little creepy. And I'm creeped out and I'm an old dude. So like. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, yeah, whatever. He made his money. That's fine. That's also I'm like, if he actually gives a fuck that I talk shit about him, that dude makes so much more money and has his like, <laughs> like, what's that dude doing sitting around waiting for a void to say a mean thing about him? Like, who fucking cares? But yeah. 
So I just felt like causing some chaos the other night. So I did it. Amazing. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you being, you know, being forthright about it. And again, no disrespect, but I had to, I was like, oh my God, oh, I, dude, of course. I gotta ask I, I about this it. until it's it. I did it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you got I didn't it. expect no one to ask about it. Twitter might be gone tomorrow as we record this who knows right this dude is also true psycho like elon is a psycho (laughs) elon's nuts bro we'll see what happens i live right near twitter hq there's a lot of people outside crying you know it's that's crazy yeah i feel real bad for for that whole situation and i work in marketing and social media so it's like i don't want people to be out of work oh that's but yeah he's he's trashing he's he's making it worse than it ever was i don't know how it's possible (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. It's like Twitter already sucked and now it's somehow getting worse. What? So bad. So bad. Benny from Avoid, man. It's always good catching up with you. Congrats on Cult Mentality out now on Thriller Records. And again, man, I really appreciate your spirit. I hope next time we get to chop it up in person and you come back to the Bay Area or we catch you at another show somewhere else in the Oh, world. please. That'd be so fun. I know we're I know we're gonna be in Northern California next year for sure. I I I don't know if there's a Bay Area date confirmed yet or not, but I know that we're around. I I mean, anytime, bro. I'm so happy to talk and chat and love to chat in person and all that. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Cult. We'll catch you soon. Catch you soon, buddy. Appreciate you. This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Cult Mag. Until the next time, peace. <laughs>